Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, friends. I hope that you are all healthy and well. This week's episode topic is something that has been on my mind since I actually started this podcast, but I've delayed this topic on purpose over and over because it can be a very heavy and complex topic to discuss. So I wanted to gradually build up to it, but I have been getting this constant push and reminder to create this episode in the most recent past. So I guess the time for it is now. And I apologize in advance if some of the content in this episode is triggering for some of you. And if it is triggering, that's a good sign because that often is a direct compass that can help guide you to the exact part of yourself that requires healing or transformation. So with that, let's jump right into today's topic. So a really famous quote that has been around for many years and often attributed to many different people is one that goes as such, pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. And it's interesting to me because this quote will only truly make sense and be relatable once you have adequately worked through a lot of your personal wounds, limiting beliefs and traumas. Because it's only through immersing ourselves into a deep healing journey that we understand the purpose of suffering and become a more conscious observer of our existence. But until that point, suffering will definitely not feel like it's an option. Instead, it will feel like a crushing weight that you have no control over. So a more relatable quote that was personally shared with me many years ago by one of my clinical supervisors, who honestly was such an impactful individual on my own personal journey. And if he ever listens to this episode, I want to give a shout out to Sean. Thank you for being such an incredible friend and mentor. And when I was in one of the most challenging healing phases of my life, Sean said to me that you cannot separate suffering from growth. And because this was coming from such a trusted source, the message really hit home. And it's something that I have carried with me for years. And with that, let's talk a little bit about what suffering is, and then discuss some of the more common causes of suffering in human beings. Now, suffering is actually a very complex topic to discuss. And for centuries now, philosophers, spiritual leaders, healers, and teachers have attempted to explain suffering in their own terms. And it's often associated with words such as pain, distress, unpleasantness, hardship, misery, and agony. And how I attempt to define suffering is that it is a deeply rooted internal pain that is so enmeshed with our mental, emotional, and spiritual selves that we often have a very challenging time separating ourselves from it. And this is often a result of our resistance to the root cause of the suffering. So what I want to do today is to try and break down some of the most common causes of suffering as a first step towards recognition and awareness of where our pain may be stemming from. So the first cause of suffering that's quite common in our world today is living life through a scarcity mindset. 
What this means is that you spend most of your time under the shadow of lack, believing that there are limited resources in our world and that somehow you may miss out on something. And as a result of this, you're constantly focusing on all of the things that you don't have in life instead of all of the things that you actually do have. So with a scarcity mindset, you are in a constant state of collecting and holding on to things. And if you are doing this out of fear, it becomes a bottomless pit that will never be satisfied because you continue to look for all the things that are missing in your life which is a never ending and very self-destructive mindset. And oftentimes we see people continually chasing after the next thing because their mindset makes them believe that whatever they have is never enough. And we actually have um, a Farsi saying that translates into their eyes are not full, which refers to those who will forever pursue things at first sight. So even if they have built a beautiful life for themselves, instead of focusing on, let's say, their health, safety, security, and all sorts of resources that are available to them, they focus on the things that are missing. And now this doesn't mean don't be ambitious in life, but there is a a difference between pursuing your goals with awareness versus raging through life, chasing to collect and gather. So really the root cause of suffering here is that these individuals are negatively focused or often motivated by greed and their feelings of lack, which most of the time is stemming from a deeper insecurity that is being pushed further beneath the surface by every new object that they collect and brings them temporary joy. The second cause of suffering is not living in alignment with your life purpose. Most people give up on pursuing their purpose in life for various reasons, including listening to others, choosing to submit to fear or staying in their comfort zone. And by doing this, they end up suppressing their authenticity because true fulfillment really comes from being in alignment with your life purpose. And interestingly enough, your life purpose is not as complex as you may think it is and has more to do with a state of being rather than doing. And by suppressing your inner calling and purpose, you deny parts of yourself that want to come to the surface and express themselves. So what we see a lot of in our world today is many people who are miserable in their jobs and various relationship dynamics because they are not living in alignment with their inner knowing and deepest desires, and they end up suffering in silence. The third common cause of suffering in our world is living life with expectations. Now, something that I'm sure every one of you can relate to is pain and suffering caused by the devastating realization that life doesn't always play out the way that we imagine it to in our minds. And that is one of the biggest downfalls in life. No one teaches us to not attach our dreams to outcomes and expectations. And I honestly feel like This is an art because there is such a fine line between our goals and aspirations and the expectations we attach to them. And expectations really are like illusions that we create and decorate with our imagination. And the higher the expectation, the greater the fall. And really what happens is that our expectations of how things should be robs us of the present moment and the experience of life. And so we end up living in anticipation of a predetermined outcome 
And when that outcome doesn't play out, we end up suffering. And I'm actually going to elaborate on this exact point in another episode because it shows up in many different aspects of our lives. But for now, the biggest thing to remember is to embrace life without placing unrealistic expectations on your relationships, careers, dreams, and goals. And we can do this by recognizing that there is an entire universe that is operating outside of our control and begin to learn to flow with life instead. Because as much as we like to think we are in control of our lives, the biggest realization is that we are not in control of the shifts that take place outside of us. And the only thing in life that we have control over is our response and reaction to those external shifts. So in this instance, our suffering can be a result of our ignorance and more commonly our ego. The fourth and final cause of suffering that I want to cover in today's episode is living life with an unwillingness to let go. This is often a result of attachment mixed with an inability to forgive and let go. And the most common thing that people attach themselves to is memories of the past, but not just any memories of the past. Most people hold on tightly to the most painful memories of the past that confirm their negative beliefs about themselves and the world. And that's what ends up causing so much suffering in people because we end up with one situation that we have given so much meaning and power to that is now quite literally taking over our existence and peace. And the way to move past this is through self-forgiveness. You want to forgive yourself for the part you played in the story, forgive yourself for the things you didn't know, and move on with your life. And if you notice, I'm only talking about you and no one else because the main character of your life story is you. And so this is why self-forgiveness is so important because you free yourself of the decisions and the pain of the past. You want to free yourself from these negative attachments and burdens, because if you hold on to the things that hurt you, you are choosing to allow them to break you over and over again. And it's your resistance to letting go of these things that are no longer serving you that is causing a lot of pain and suffering for you. So we hold on tightly to beliefs, to opinions, to negative experiences. And in doing so, we make them permanent instead of fluid. And in any of these situations, if we allow suffering to stay long enough, we will infect our spirit and then begin to damage those around us as well. So with that, I want to discuss some of the ways in which you can begin to transform your suffering to the point where when it presents in your life, you see it as a choice and not an inevitable aspect of life. So if you notice the most common point with the main categories of suffering that I covered today is that they are all negatively focused and based in resistance. So in order to regain your power in these situations, you need to begin to understand that you are an energetic being and down to the very cellular level, your body is operating by a production and exchange of energy. So the emotions you feel are visceral and physiological experiences that hold an energetic blueprint. And just like energy, our emotions can be transformed from one form to another. So suffering can actually be transformed into joy instantaneously. And I know that that seems very hard to believe, but really it comes down to self-mastery and alchemy. And a step-by-step breakdown would be that 
It all starts with awareness and recognition. Then a choice must be made in regards to which direction you choose to take your thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And finally, a release to allow for a shift to take place because we can't actively hold onto something and simultaneously want to be freed from it. So there needs to be this willingness to let go followed by a committed commitment and action in a new direction. So let's say you have gained enough self-mastery that you recognize your thought patterns when they come up and you're able to catch yourself spiraling into negative habits. So you first actively choose to say no and then let go of that state of suffering and then shift yourself into a new emotional state. And this can be done in many different ways. So we need to be fearless in healing so that we can recognize the destructive patterns that take place. And instead of trying to numb the pain, listen to what the suffering has to say and remedy it at its core. So another way to set yourself free from pain of suffering is to understand that we live in an imperfect world with a wide spectrum of emotions that give meaning to life. And the contrast of life is what defines everything in existence. So understand that life wasn't meant to be perfect. You are meant to experience all sorts of human emotions without fear that they will take over you. So you have to start to view them as messengers instead of permanent residents. Another point to consider, which goes back to the idea of scarcity mindset, is embodying gratitude, which is such a great remedy for easing suffering because it shifts our minds away from feelings of lack and help, helps us to focus on the gifts and abundance of life. So this is where I want to go back to our original quote and that suffering can be a choice because an enlightened person sees suffering as an opportunity for growth, while others might view suffering as a burden or block when in fact they have full control over their perspective on life. So it's our thoughts that create our suffering and we are in full control of our thoughts. We just need to train our minds better to not allow them to run off and create a story. So you can either view your suffering as an inconvenient or as a stepping stone towards your true salvation. So the importance of establishing spiritual practices is that working is by working through your wounds and traumas, which every single human has, You begin to dedicate yourself to self-discovery and personal transformation, which allows you to build up enough mental, emotional, and spiritual resilience, which in turn translates into how well you can live life with balanced understanding, thoughts, intentions, actions, and concentration. And to use an analogy, imagine you have a big exam coming up and you haven't studied for it at all. And the exam date comes along and of course you're going to feel panicked and as if you're drowning. But if you reflect on your actions, you never took active steps to prepare for the exam in the first place. And life really is a giant exam. You pass some tests, you fail others. But the great thing is as long as you are alive, you always get an opportunity to improve and try again and again. And the amazing part is 
because it's your journey, you aren't racing anyone to a finish line. Instead, you have the opportunity to rewrite the exam at your own pace. So another important point to remember is that there is a purpose and meaning to everything you encounter in this life. And sometimes you realize the answers right away. Sometimes it takes many years for a realization. And sometimes the answer is too large for our human capacity. So we may not find it in this lifetime. So instead, what we can do is recognize that our suffering has a purpose. And for many of us, that purpose is in transforming our pain into medicine, not only for ourselves, but also for others. So the greatest teachers and leaders who have walked this earth often experience the most challenging circumstances and their pain fueled their life purpose. So the final key to overcoming suffering is surrender. And surrender means that regardless of what happens in life, you accept everything as having a divine order and divine grace. And that instead of attaching yourself to people, places, and things, you connect yourself to an infinite creative source. So really surrender is about standing in unshakable faith and trust. So knowing that whatever happens in your life, you can continue to seek refuge in a higher power and creator. And surrender doesn't mean give up. It means live a rich and full life, knowing that you are taken care of regardless of the outcome. And to end this episode, I want to share a quote by the Persian poet Rumi that goes as so, the sweetness and delights of the resting place are in proportion to the pain endured on the journey. Only when you suffer the pangs and tribulations of exile, will you truly enjoy your homecoming. And with that, let's move right into this week's episode prompts. Prompt number one is, in what areas of my life do I easily fall into patterns of suffering? Prompt number two, how have I overcome painful experiences in my past? And prompt number three, if I were to surrender to life, what would that look like? All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and it was enlightening in many ways for you. And I will catch you guys in a future episode. And until then, enjoy the rest of your week.